dear passenger, and welcome aboard the Self-Growth Train, a podcast that combines personal stories, opinions, and research in order to better guide you through your self-growth journey. My name is Frances Rivera Pacheco, and I'm your tour guide. First, I want to thank you for tuning in and taking one of the many first steps towards learning who you are, defining who you want to be, and understanding how the world around you fits in with the person that you will ultimately become. Today, I want you to think about all of the times you have said, from now on, things are not going to be the same. Let's be honest. How efficient have those words actually been in the past? I mean, I can't really hear you, but I'm willing to bet that they haven't worked for you either. In fact, I have said these very same words aloud before in the hope that they will somehow, magically perhaps, make me more intentional, focused, and determined with my goals. I mean, I even tried making vision boards and posted them all over my walls, confident that by seeing what I wanted, I was sure to get it. But I guess that's where I went wrong. You see, all of this time, I made the mistake of believing that if I just heard, saw, smelled, touched, and tasted it in my mind, it would surely come true. However, that was just an aspect of it. The truth is that in order to properly manifest a change in my life, I actually have to be willing to let it happen. And I also have to allow it to happen over and over and over and over and over and over again. I know what you're thinking. Okay, Francis, I get it. You want me to do it over and over again, but how exactly do I do that? Well, according to Dr. Tara Swart, a very influential neuroscientist, medical doctor, leadership coach, and best-selling author, a strong intention coupled with sufficient action can make things happen. Therefore, although wishing, dreaming, and vision boards can help us understand what we want, we still need to come up with an action plan in order to get it done. In fact, She explains this concept further in her article, How to Change Your Mindset and Live the Life You Want. According to her observations, to commit to actively manifest our dream life may seem crazy. So instead, we sit back, do nothing, and wait to see if it might happen without believing it could. Did you hear what I just said? Let me just repeat it so I make sure that we're all on the same track. To commit to actively manifest our dream life may seem crazy. So instead, we sit back, do nothing, and wait to see if it might happen without believing it could. Dear passenger, how many times have you done this in your life? How many times have you done it this year, this month, this week? I mean, today. I don't know about you, But even though I'm constantly working towards my self-growth, I still do this every day. Yes, you heard me. Every single day. I mean, imagine my surprise when I first saw those words. Here I am doing research for my first episode on a podcast that is going to be talking about self-growth, both my own and also tips, advice, research, opinions on how to help you reach your own self-growth. And yet, yet, there are still times when I will sit back and just watch and wait and see if what I want might happen but at the same time, not really believing that it can happen. 
And that's powerful. Because it proves to me that I am growing. But it also solidifies the fact that I still have a long way to go. Let's take this podcast for example. I have been wanting to do a podcast for years. But you know, over the years, I have told myself, no, that's not really what you want. At first, I thought that what I really wanted was a YouTube channel. After all, I love watching movies, I love series, I'm constantly on my computer, and let's face it, I love cameras and I love taking videos. So I started one. I started one YouTube channel and it flopped so hard, so hard and so fast that I swear for a second I thought I had imagined that I even put it out there in the first place. So instead of going back to the podcast, which is what I wanted to from the beginning, I was like, no, you know what you really want, Francis? What you want is a blog. I mean, think about it. You write every single day. Writing is your favorite class. It makes sense. And that's exactly what you want. And so I created a blog. And although this one lasted a little bit longer than the YouTube channel, it still was not enough. But what about the podcast? Well, I have been after my podcast in my mind for years. Notice how I said in my mind. I didn't actually sit down and explore what I would need in order to make it happen. I would just be doing stuff all day and suddenly the thought would pop into my head and I was like, here we go again with the podcast. That was it. I didn't actually acknowledge it or planned. It was kind of a passing nod that said, here you are again, now go away. So what made me take myself seriously this time? <laughs> Ironically enough, it was yoga. You see, I was meditating and then all of a sudden this image came to my mind and it was so clear, okay? I was in a recording studio doing a live podcast and I was taking calls. That was it. Like I didn't recognize the place. I didn't have the equipment, but I knew exactly what was happening. And interestingly enough, that image would not leave me. Like it kept teasing me every single day until it got to the point that I was like, yo, I got to do something about this. And that's where Dr. Swart comes back to mind with more wisdom. She asked us to think about our lives and to focus on a time when we really worked towards something we wanted. What happened? In my case, not being able to get the image of doing a live podcast out of my head really forced me to make a decision. Am I going to keep denying this desire I have or am I going to finally explore it? I think it's safe to say that you know exactly which option I went with. However, it did take time, effort, and work to make it happen. You see, it wasn't just understanding that I wanted to focus on this podcast. It was also making the active decision to prioritize it. That meant taking time away from watching TV, going out, spending money on random things, and also ensuring that other parts of my life were aligned in order to continue working on as many things as I possibly could. It was hard. And honestly, sometimes it still is. But as Dr. Swartz says, you can't manifest what you don't consciously notice. And trust me, once you have that focus, you will definitely notice. 
In fact, she uses her neuroscientist background to explain how two psychological processes help the brain make these manifestations come true. The first is selective attention, which is crucial to the power of manifestation because it is the process that is actively selecting information in order to influence our actions. The second is the limbic system, which is in charge of determining what we should retain as conscious thoughts and memories. In short, if we know what we want and are actively looking for it, our brains will rewire themselves in order to help us achieve it. However, as magical as this might sound, we must keep in mind that there are steps that must be taken in order to increase our chances of manifesting our deepest desires. In fact, Research from Michigan State University back in 2014 suggests that setting goals is essential in order to achieve them. They provided empirical evidence that writing down your goals, committing to action steps, and developing a support network can dramatically increase your chances of success in attaining them. But how exactly can you make sure that your goals are even attainable in the first place? Well, as summarized by the report found on Michigan State University Extension, a widely accepted goal-setting practice is to decide what you want to obtain and write down a SMART goal, that is, a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and within a time frame goal. You know, in my case, I had to really sit down and understand what I wanted to specifically obtain with this podcast. I also had to determine how to measure my achievement. Would it be through downloads, followers, reviews, or something else? Then I had to make sure that both my specific goals and measures were attainable within a realistic time frame. I mean, sure, there are the exceptions where people manage to make a viral impact in a couple of hours, but at the same time, I should have a plan because this type of phenomenon is not always happening, so therefore it is not guaranteed. We also need to commit to action steps once we figure out what we're trying to obtain. You know yourself better than anybody else. Therefore, you know where you're strong and you know where you need a little bit of more help. Use that to your advantage when setting action steps. I, for one, know that I have a tendency to leave things for the end. Like, I am a huge procrastinator. In my head, I excuse it as a means to find the most creative and interesting inspiration. You know, since I don't have time and I have to come up with something in the moment. <laughs> but we all know that that's just me being lazy. Nevertheless, I have realized that if I set a deadline that is close to the actual day, I will be more likely to do it by then just because I feel like I'm leaving it for the end. I know it sounds silly, especially considering that I'm the one tricking my own self. But hey, you gotta do what you gotta do in order to get things done. This, of course, includes finding your support network. You need those people around you that you know will definitely call you out and push you to keep up with your action steps. It doesn't have to be a big number of people. I mean, mine consists of five people that I test at least once a week. I usually send them material to revise and wait for the feedback. However, there are times when I don't send anything and they ask me what's going on. And honestly, something as simple as a quick check on you can really make a difference in making sure you're still working towards your goal. Can I get a shoo-shoo? Well, my dear passengers, the time has come to reflect for a couple of minutes on all that I covered in this episode. First, I want to say thank you for being here today. Self-growth is an endless journey towards self-improvement. However, you don't ever have to do it alone. As your tour guide, my goal is to help you with the best intentions and the best research available. Today, we learned about the power of manifestation. We now know that although it might feel magical, it really is the result of conscious effort, focus, and prioritization. In fact, visualizing and believing that is possible are only two very important ingredients of the recipe. 
You also have to consciously focus and actively seek out your dreams or else you won't even notice them manifesting. Remember your goals are possible to achieve if you take the time to make them smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and within a time frame. So tell me, dear passenger, what are you manifesting today and how do you plan to achieve it? Please make sure to send me your response at my email, theselfgrowthtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I would really love to hear your stories and the types of topics you will be interested in hearing about in the future. If you like this episode and you can't wait to hear more, please subscribe or follow below and come back next Tuesday. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Self Growth Train Podcast. All the resources used today have been added to the episode's description. I have also added the email and the Instagram tag because I know that they're a mouthful. Well, until the next stop, dear passenger, safe travels.